Hey guys, welcome to the Paint with Lovejoy podcast. In today's episode, are you somebody that wants to paint? You want to get better at your painting skills, but you don't have time to practice. And you don't have time to practice weekly or even monthly, but you want to get better. I'm going to talk about that in today's podcast, and I'm going to address um, the concept of practice how you're already practicing other things in your life, and how we can make creativity a tangible concept for you to incorporate and prioritize your practice of painting. So stay tuned for more info. Welcome to the Paint with Lovejoy podcast, the place where first-time and beginner painters can learn more about acrylic painting, the mindset of learning a new skill, and where your creative questions will be answered. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Paint with Lovejoy podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about the concept of practice. It's rather an important topic as you want to learn anything in life. And practice is something that you have been doing your entire life for different subject matters. So I want to talk about how we can make practice and creativity a bit more of a tangible thing that you prioritize and want to make a bit more a part of your life. So we'll dive into that and I've got quite a few notes here. So this might be a bit longer podcast, but I'm still really much enjoying this platform. It's nice to... um, dive into a lot of these questions that you guys have been emailing me over the years. And since I've started the podcast, um, I'm getting so many more questions. So please keep sending your questions, leave them on social media, uh, email them to paintwithlovejoy at gmail.com. And I'm just super excited that so many of you have the same questions and that I get to address them on this podcast. So um, doing, doing really good as this thing is evolving. So in today's podcast, like I said, we're going to talk about practice and the concept of practice and how you're already um, doing this in your life with uh, the things that you prioritize. So practice truly is the only way to improve at anything. We are not magically born knowing everything that we know today. We did have to learn, practice, adjust, grow, and evolve. You didn't know how to read or write on your first try. And if you did, you're a genius, so awesome. (laughs) You did have to learn um, kind of just how to write the letter, how to say it, what that letter meant. And then you learned how to combine the letters to make words. And then you learned how to put the words together to create and construct a sentence. And then you learned learned how to write a paragraph or tell a story to get your point across constructively. You did not just know how to do this, you had to learn and practice and build the skills. And with practice and encouragement, you grew and are now able to read and write and communicate with others. But you did have to learn how to do that. Anything you wanna learn, you have to practice. Riding a bike, cooking, learning a language, driving a car, learning how to swim. Those are all things that you have to learn one step at a time. And with repeated practice, it becomes effortless. Every athlete, writer, musician, actor, business owner, um, anybody that has done anything improved their skills with practice. 
and not just practicing once or twice. They practiced every day or weekly, and they measured their growth from where they were in the prior practice or where they were when they started. So they measured their growth based on where they were, not where anybody else is. So like I said earlier, practice is one of the pillars of learning. And along with a positive mindset and pushing your comfort zone, learning is a interactive activity. And it's kind of unique to each person, how you're going to learn and the things that you'll retain. But that's kind of for a whole other podcast topic. So as we talk about practice today, practice is closely tied with discipline. And as I stated earlier, you cannot practice just once and be amazing. But granted, there are some naturally talented individuals, (laughs) but they still had to practice and grow their skills. Uh, My dad and my brother were huge Chicago Bulls fans. So I grew up watching Michael Jordan and he was an amazing basketball player with a lot of natural talent, but his natural talent was never enough to make him the greatest. He practiced for hours a day. He cultivated the discipline and the mindset to push himself and he pushed himself and his team to be the best and they won multiple championships. It was not an easy road and I'm sure there were many days that they did not want to practice, but they did. They pushed through and practiced and practiced and practiced until their skills became second nature, until they as a team could uh, coordinate all their plays and run up and down the court and do the amazing stuff that they did as a basketball team. And I kind of just state that more as even if you are the greatest athlete ever or the greatest painter or greatest writer, greatest anything, your natural talent will help get you started. But it is through practice and discipline that you grow your skills and you get better. Even if you feel like you do not have natural talent or ability, you can still improve your skills with practice. I'm sure you've heard that quote. and I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to get it exactly correct, but basically the concept is um, 10,000 hours of practice gives you a mastery over that skill. And I think that kind of puts practice into perspective. In this society of perceived overnight successes and instant gratification, we're not exactly exposed to all the hours of practice those people put in or the hours of work those people put in to become good at their craft. We just think it's an overnight sensation and we wish that that would happen to us. And if you do want that to happen to you, start now and start with your practice. I do want you to think of all the things that you're good at in your life right now. Your your job, driving a car, operating your phone, cooking a meal, anything over the course of your life that you are good at. You put in hours of practice doing those activities. Can you remember back to the first day of your job or the first time you drove a car by yourself or cooked your first meal? Are you better at those things today compared to when you started? How did you get better at that? Was there a secret or a shortcut or a secret pill that you could take and you were already at the skill level that you're at now? Likely not. (laughs) You got there with practice. And that leads me to kind of my next point. Did you realize that you have been practicing and learning since you were born? 
practice is a natural way that we grow. So why is it so hard to practice painting? Why do so many people tell me that they don't have time to paint, yet they want to get better at painting? Practice is already a part of your everyday life. So why haven't you been practicing painting? Why is it so hard to get that started? And that's the other part that I want to dive into. We need to prioritize practice. And you already prioritize certain things that you practice. Practice is the art of learning something new. Discipline is the art of practicing. When learning something new, you do have to make it a priority. When you're really excited and really want to learn, it's easy to prioritize it and make it happen. When there is a clear, desirable goal, the motivation to practice is a little more apparent. For example, when you want to lose weight, you prioritize healthy meals and working out. Or when you want a better job or make more money, you prioritize taking classes, studying, practicing that new skill to reach that next desired desired level. (laughs) Um, But because of this future desire, it makes practicing in the moment logical and attainable. Granted, there are tough days that you don't want to go to work or you don't want to study for an upcoming exam, but discipline helps keep you on course and you push through and continue your practice. When we want something bad enough, we find a way to practice and get better. And I know you know how to practice when you really want to achieve something. So I do want you to kind of think about that. What are the things in your life that you really wanted to acquire, that you really wanted to learn? What did you do? What steps did you take? to learn those things, to acquire the things that you wanted. So how do you make learning to paint a fun and desirable goal that you want to practice weekly? Let's focus on what that looks like. In this current society, we actually don't talk about the benefits of creative outlets and painting as much as I would like. Those are intangible goals, so it's a little bit harder of a conversation. Many of the benefits of creative outlets reside in the mental health realm. And I am glad that this is being discussed a little bit more these days, but we still have a long way to go. Mental health is the balance of your inner world, your subconscious, and it's a different balance for each person. Yet, as a human individual, you still need to maintain a balance of your mental health, your intangible, as well as your outer world, your tangible things to uh, make your life function. And that balance is going to be different for each individual person. There's no exact blueprint. Otherwise, we would all be doing it already. Um, (laughs) But we do need to find that balance between the physically tangible things and the intangible things of our subconscious and our mental health and our inner workings. So many of the tangible things that we can acquire, for example, are money, a house, a job, and generally there is a blueprint for those tangible things that you can uh, follow to attain them. All you have to do is do a Google search or YouTube search and you're going to find many, many videos and articles of people telling you how, what you need to do to get a better job, how you can acquire more money, um, how you can 
acquire uh, more finances to travel or how to travel on a budget, there's plenty of videos out there um, to be able to acquire those tangible paths that you might want to follow. The intangible paths, the creative outlets, your mental health, those are a little bit harder to find somebody um, to guide you or to give you a blueprint to follow. And it's a little bit harder because that blueprint is personal for you. You have to learn to make those choices. You have to be the one to do the practice and have the discipline to practice. And it makes it a little bit harder. And that is why I understand when so many people tell me they don't have time to paint, they don't have time to practice. And it's because that's an intangible goal. They don't know what that path looks like. So as we try to make this a tangible concept, I'm going to try to demonstrate a few examples of intangible things that you might already be doing. And if we can apply that to your creative process, it might make your uh, desire and willingness to practice, uh, it might prioritize that a little bit more for you. So kind of like when you uh, take a yoga class, they call it a practice. If you go to the gym regularly, um, that's your, you know, physical uh, workout. That's your practice, your relief. But when you do those things, you aren't, you're focused more actually on the process of going through rather than a single practice. So the tangible part is the weekly practice. And the reason that you go to the weekly practice of your yoga or going to the gym is because you focus more on how it feels to practice that um, working out or that yoga and what it does for your body to maintain your health. That's what you focus on rather than the actual practicing. You focus more on the process of that activity and you focus on that future goal that activity is going to bring you. Again, with yoga and working out, um, or running or swimming, you're doing that in order to maintain your health rather than just having a perfect practice. Another example is um, for those of you that have a religious practice or a spiritual practice that you do or a support group that you go to on a regular basis, um, you go to those those um, meetings, that support group, that religious activity, you go to it based more on how you feel about going to the activity rather than what actually happens in that activity. And those are intangible things that you do and intangible things that you prioritize in your life because the process feels good and you get some benefit out of that process. And that's kind of what I'm just trying to relate. I want you to find creativity, the process of creativity, try to make that intangible process, something tangible for you that you want to go to because it feels good. And you already have things in your life that you do um, that feel good. So now we just have to get um, creativity on that realm to encourage you to uh, do that activity more. People I have found, and myself included, that we are happy when our tangible desires and our intangible um, desires and emotions are actually in balance. 
Each person has a different daily balance of these things, and we are forever doing what we can to maintain this personal balance while growing in the directions that we choose. So think about that for a moment. What does your personal balance, what is your inner balance that makes you you, what does that look like? Do you have tangible goals of um, making money, of acquiring a certain car, of being able to shop the way that you want to shop? Do you have those goals, but do you also have some intangible goals in your life? Do you have that yoga practice? Do you have that regular workout routine that you go to pretty religiously? Um, Do you have a support group that you go to on a regular basis? Are you part of a religious group that meets regularly and you feel um, benefit from meeting regularly with those groups? Think about your life for a minute. What types of activities do you have that are intangible and that are tangible? And as you think about your own personal balance, what does that look like for you? And learning to paint is a personal practice. It's intangible. It's just for you. So if you are finding it hard to paint regularly, or you're going to tell me that you don't have time to paint, try to focus on making your painting practice regular, prioritize it, And that kind of makes it a bit more of a tangible thing when you make it a priority. And I want you to focus on how you feel after you paint. Are you more relaxed after painting? Are you more clear? Uh, During the painting process, were you able to forget about your other life stresses while you were painting? Have your painting skills improved from the very first time that you painted? Was it fun to transform that blank surface into something you created? Did you get to paint with your kids or your friends and laugh and smile? Did you enjoy spending time with yourself just painting? Start thinking about those things as you um, actually do the painting activity and focus on how it feels for the process. And that's gonna give you encouragement to make it a practice, to prioritize, bringing painting into your life or something else that you want to do into your life on a weekly basis. And that is how you can practice and improve your skills. Mental health balance is focusing on all those feelings, all those continued things that you do to maintain your personal balance. The activity brings you Um, for your world. If you focus on these benefits, you will have an easier time making painting a priority because when you enjoy something, it makes it easier to practice. And then it's going to be a compounding thing that the more that you practice, the more you're going to see your skills grow and the more it's going to give you the enthusiasm to continue to paint. So as always, I do say that painting is a journey. The destination will continue to change as your skills grow, but the journey, the painting process, the creative process is what I want you to focus on and try to bring more into your life. And anybody that has taken a class with me, I have stated that this world is continuing to just get more and more stressful. So it is up to you individually 
to find those creative outlets, those mental health breaks, those activities that you enjoy the process of because it feels good and bringing more of those into your life. So that way you can be less stressed. That way, those more tangible goals that you're going after, you are more refreshed to go after those. So painting, creative outlets are huge for continuing your mental health balance, your life balance, and just kind of living more of the life that you want to live. Each one of you has already incorporated so many benefits of practice into your life. You actually would not be where you're at right now if you did not practice anything. Um, Like I stated at the beginning of the podcast, learning to read and write, you had to practice that. You didn't just know it. Learning how to cook, you had to practice that. Um, Riding a bike, swimming, anything that you have done in your life, you have had to practice to get better at it. Painting and creative outlets are the same way. But practicing and getting better... Um, has more to do with your personal process, your personal determination to bring it into your everyday life, and just kind of growing from there. And even if you don't want to do painting, as long try to find some form of a creative out, in, outlet in your life that you can bring in to help maintain your mental balance and your mental health. Um, Yeah, I really just want more people to find their stress-relieving benefits of the creative process, whether it's painting with me, painting with somebody else, or doing something completely different but still creative. Um, I don't know how much more I can stress that. (laughs) So what can you do today? What can you start today to achieve mental health balance for yourself? And like I said, creative outlets like painting are invaluable, intangible invaluable assets to add balance to your life. So what can you do today to start making that happen? And I think that one's kind of a longer podcast. So I think I'll leave it at that today. I might, I have a feeling that I'm going to be breaking down a lot of these topics into other uh, podcasts in the future. This is just the first season of the Paint with Lovejoy podcast. And there is a lot to talk about. So I'm really glad that you guys keep sending me the questions and that many of you are sending very similar questions. So please keep them coming. And if you have more specific questions about today's topic, please leave that because like I said, likely I'm going to be diving more into, um, I guess, micro versions, micro topics within these larger topics. And yeah. So thank you guys so much for hanging out with me and just listening to this podcast. Many of you are telling me that you uh, like the sound of my voice and it's very relaxing. So again, whatever you're doing to bring some form of creativity into your life, and if I'm able to help, I am honored to be able to help you get there. So until next time, cheers.